This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to the Zoomer Week in Review, brought to you by CARP, a new vision of aging. Support CARP with your membership today. Visit carp.ca. Good afternoon and welcome to the Zoomer Week in Review, all things Zoomer worldwide. I'm Libby Zneimer. A new partnership to help Zoomers understand how to use medical cannabis and to buy it at a special price. I'll chat with Spectrum Cannabis Chief Advocacy Officer Hillary Black. And a visit with our sister station, the new Classical FM's maestro, Kerry Stratton, ahead of a special gala in his honour. The prolific conductor is embracing life as he copes with a diagnosis of ALS. But first, here are your Zoomer headlines from around the world. About 11 million people around the world are dying from poor diets, according to a new study published in The Lancet. These diets are high in sodium and lacking in whole grains and fruits. People aren't eating enough nuts, seeds, milk, and whole grains, according to the 2017 data. Instead, they consume too much processed meat, sodium, and sugary drinks. This work confirms that poor diet is responsible for more deaths than any other risk factor. The study was funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Many Zoomers can recall the days when milk in glass jars was delivered door-to-door. Well, what's old is new again. Door-to-door milk delivery is growing in popularity in England, and it's all ages and demographics signing up. Milkman Ian Beardwell says the recent surge could be due to David Attenborough's documentary, Blue Planet 2. I I deliver and uh, collect and return nearly 4,000 glass bottles a week. Uh, So over a year, that really adds up. Some studies show a staggering 25% hike in door-to-door milk delivery over the last two years in Britain. A 90-year-old U.S. lottery winner is suing her son for mismanaging her fortune. Gloria McKenzie became the biggest single Powerball winner in U.S. history when she won $278 million six years ago. But the Florida woman claims the money was put into poor investments that cost her millions. With no experience in managing large amounts of cash, she also gave her son power of attorney over her finances. Her son says the lawsuit is not justified. And in this lawsuit, a man is suing his parents for throwing out his pornography collection. The 40-year-old man claims it was worth $29,000. He moved home with mom and dad three years ago, and when he moved out 10 months later, his parents packaged up his things and shipped them to his new place without the 12 boxes of porn films and magazines. The parents admit they got rid of it all. Their son is seeking $87,000 and filed this week in a Michigan federal court. 
A 100-year-old yoga instructor has no plans to stop practicing and teaching. Tao Porshan Lynch first encountered the ancient practice at the age of seven on a beach in India and now works in a suburb of northern New York City. Her mission is to teach people how to breathe right. Earlier this year, India's Prime Minister awarded her the prestigious Padma Shri Award for Exceptional Achievement. Despite four hip replacements, she also does ballroom dancing at a Fred Astaire dance studio and competed on the TV show America's Got Talent. He's 103, his wife is 100, and they just celebrated 82 years of marriage. The North Carolina centenarian couple say the secret to their lasting love is simple. Just be nice to each other. That's Willie Williams. She and husband D.W. said they remember meeting when cab rides were just 10 cents. Together they have lived through wars, the Depression, and the Civil Rights era. I'm Libby Snymer, and those are your Zoomer headlines from around the world. More and more older Canadians are interested in medical cannabis because of its potential to ease pain and improve cognitive function. CARP, a new vision of aging, is partnering with Spectrum Cannabis, a wholly owned subsidiary of Canopy Growth Corporation. They will offer tailored educational initiatives for the more than 320,000 CARP members who will receive a 20% discount on strains that carry the CARP recommended seal. I talked with Hillary Black, Chief Advocacy Officer at Spectrum Cannabis. The CARP and Zoomer community um, is such a wonderful platform where people come to get um, information and education. It was a natural fit for us at Spectrum. Since cannabis has been legalized in Canada, there is a huge increase in people from all kinds of age groups that are looking to use it either as a part of their lifestyle or as a medicine. And we're really passionate at Spectrum at making sure that people have access to the highest quality education when it comes to approaching cannabis to make sure that everybody has a really safe and pleasant experience. When it comes to medical cannabis, For a lot of people, this is a matter of replacing really dangerous, addictive drugs like opioids. Well, we are facing an opioid crisis in this country, both with pain patients and with people that have substance use issues. And, you know, one of the most important things for when patients start using cannabis, if they're finding that it's helping them to manage their pain and to manage their symptoms, it's really important that they... Uh, talk to their physician, that they're using cannabis in conjunction with their conversations with their physician. Because when people decide that they're perhaps ready to start titrating off some of their prescription medications, it's very important that people aren't doing that by themselves. Have a conversation with your physician and let it be a part of your integrated healthcare plan. Sometimes tapering off medications can cause significant negative side effects. And so that's why it's really important to do it with a healthcare professional. Patients and really anybody who wants to consume cannabis, they need to understand the difference between inhalation and ingestion, and they need to learn the difference between THC and CBD. So Spectrum has this really amazing tool 
called the spectrum, where the products are all color-coded. So somebody who's new to using cannabis may want to start with a yellow product, which means that it's pretty much pure CBD. Or they may want to graduate to a blue product, which means that there's a balance of THC and CBD. Then at the end of the spectrum is the red products, where they're much more potent. So, you know, with good education and with understanding how to use these kinds of tools, we can really make sure that people have positive experiences. THC is the active ingredient in cannabis, the stuff that makes you high, and CBD has curative properties, but it does not make you high. And CBD, lately, it, it's, it's being looked at for all kinds of uses. But the fact is that we actually are still in the process of learning what it's good for. You know what? You are absolutely right, Libby. So THC and CBD are both considered cannabinoids, which is a class of active molecules that are inside the cannabis plant. CBD and THC both are feeding our endocannabinoid system. So we have a receptor system inside of our body um, that really the cannabinoids fit into those receptors like a lock and a key, and they can actually affect many of the different organs and symptoms and systems that we have inside the body, which is why cannabis can actually affect quite a broad range of conditions. Now, our researchers and our clinicians are free to um, research the potential therapeutic products of this plant so that we can come to understand it more. Finally, I would be remiss if I didn't mention for the 300,000-plus CARP members, they're going to get preferred pricing. Ah, yes. This is a part of our, of, uh, of our agreement that there is a 20% preferred pricing for CARP members when um, they come to Spectrum Therapeutics. That was Hillary Black, Chief Advocacy Officer at Spectrum Cannabis. He's led orchestras around the world and been a vital part of our sister station, the new classical FM, for decades. Now, Kerry Stratton is learning to conduct his life with ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. I visited him and his wife, Elizabeth, ahead of a special concert in his honor. The first thing that comes to mind is how my heart is touched by this event. So many people have come up to uh, volunteer and uh, organize, and it's no small event, and to promote not, not the least of which, of course, is my beloved station, uh, who are behind me in this, but so many colleagues as well. Believe me, if I had only one thing to tell you, it would be that my heart is full. I've got to tell you, I really admire the way you and Elizabeth are handling this. How, how are you keeping? I keep pretty well. The truth is, uh, I do better as the day progresses. I would not keep from you that I am very blue from time to time. But I hasten to add that I married the greatest girl in the world, and I'm being so well cared for. So I must have a third act, Libby. This is act three, and I'll have to reinvent what we do, but we must go forward. How are you keeping? We're doing fine. There's certainly an awful lot of love around. It's amazing. We've also had opportunities to really sit down and have a meal together. 
we've had more sort of one-on-one time than we've had in 20 years of marriage. So it's allowed us really to spend time together that we never had a chance to before. You are still broadcasting. How's that going? Well, you're still permitting me. (laughs) Uh, uh, You know, the thing about this damn disease is that I have, I miss the station so much. I loved uh, and only realized now with all the wonderful messages from our audience that I wasn't working in a vacuum for the last 30 years, that in fact, I reached people. And that might sound naive, but I never really knew. And then these messages of affection, oh, it's so great. Now I can't do much, but I still do Sundays. While I can, I will. And of course, as you understand, I miss conducting. I miss it so much not to be able to lead when I venture to say, in modesty, I have a great deal of music left in me. Is there any particular music that you're listening to a lot now or that you find comforting? I move to tears too often. It's all dear to me uh, when I hear the music on the station. I did listen the other night to recordings I made 20 years ago and have not listened to. So it was sort of a trip down memory lane. It is my portion, anyway, of what I leave behind. Since the last time we were here, I've noticed some new things around the house. What have you, what have you done, and oh, what's yes. it? Oh, yes, thank you for asking That is a very fancy wheelchair ramp that is going to get Carrie out into the backyard. And uh, for all of the time that he missed being in the backyard because he was off working, uh, he plans on spending an awful lot of time out there in the nicer weather. I'm kind of enjoying having him home. Carrie, what would you like to tell us about the concert coming up on the 30th? On the concert? Oh, please come. Please come and say hello. Not goodbye. Hello. Thanks, Carrie. That was Carrie and Elizabeth Stratton. The Maestro's Gala will be held at Casa Loma on Tuesday, April 30th. For more information and tickets, go to casaloma.ca. And that brings us to the end of this edition of the Zoomer Week in Review. I'm Libby Snymer. Thanks for joining me today. Be sure to come back next week to stay up to date with all things Zoomer worldwide. You've been listening to the Zoomer Week in Review, produced by MZ Media Limited. Executive producer, Moses Nimer. Produced by Christine Ross, Michelle Saunders, Paul Thomas, Faz Kazi, and Justin Eacock. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.